Hello and welcome to the Busy Mom's Guide to Meditation. I'm your host, Molly Rodriguez, and I can't wait to walk you through all my tips and tricks on how to create a successful meditation practice for yourself and how to incorporate your children into that practice. So, are you ready? This week, we are going to be talking about your life as meditation. When you hear that, what do you think of? Do you think of someone who spends a majority of their time sitting on the floor, eyes closed, in a silent meditation? Or maybe you think of someone who seems very spiritual and connected to the land, the planet, and their self. Maybe it's just your neighbor who goes to yoga every day and seems to always be talking about love and light. But imagining your own life as meditation really could be any of those things, but it doesn't have to be any of them. And it really could be just as simple as letting go of your past and expectations of the future. It could be just living in the present and doing the things that make you joyous, that fill up your cup so you can spread that love and joy to others. Most importantly, it can look like having healthy boundaries and sticking to them so you don't compromise yourself or your values due to old programming or stories you've told yourself again and again. I do, before we really get into this, want to say excuse any baby noises that you hear. I am still trying to figure out how to record with a newborn. So, um, yeah, bear with me. All right, so in this, in getting through old programming, in finding the things that make you joyous, in living in the moment, The thing that always comes up, and it's something we've talked about before, and I will probably talk about it again, is practice. It is doing the work and actually sitting down and getting that time every day to really work on it. Because without practice, you're not going to be making any progress. So that's the hard part. Actually sitting down on your cushion, practicing the tools that we've gone over these last few weeks. And repeating that each day, a few times a week, or maybe just when you're listening to this and you remember, but you will begin to see change. Obviously, that change is going to be faster and more dramatic. The more you do it, the more you practice. But depending on your schedule, like that might not be very feasible. And that's totally understandable. We're all working with what we have, right? So I really just wanted to start with a short practice today and do this with you all and just start that, that practice. This is one that I love doing. Um, it's a look into your own mind, giving some attention to your mental state and the stories that you're constantly telling yourself, the thoughts that come up repeatedly. You might be conscious about some of them, but I know that when I did this the first time, there were things that came up for me that I didn't even realize that I was telling myself and it was pretty eye-opening and, and really wonderful to see the amount of change that has come about within my mind each time I've done this. So I want to invite you all to take a deep breath and on the exhale, close your eyes. And just Focus on your breath, but don't try to change it. Let that rhythm of inhale and exhale 
relaxing. Notice anywhere that you're holding tension and consciously let it go. Now, imagine yourself on a hill, lay back in the grass, and look up at the sky. And take your thoughts and project them up into the sky. They can show up as clouds, or birds, or however they show up for you. Notice how quickly they are moving. How many of them are there. And just allow them to pass. Don't attach. Just watch them go by as they cross your mind. And let them move out of sight as they pass back out of your mind. Some thoughts you may see pop up more than once. Some thoughts may race by, barely able to be acknowledged. And some may be crossing slowly taking their time as they dance across your consciousness. It's all okay. Just notice it. If you find yourself becoming attached to any particular thought or following it down the rabbit hole, just bring yourself back to this awareness state. When you're ready, come back to the body, begin to wiggle your fingers and toes, stretch if it feels good. And when you are ready, open your eyes. This was a very simplified version of this meditation, but it still works just as well. 
Uh, we did it in a very fast practice, so feel free to extend this as long as you'd like. I know when you're first practicing it, it can be pretty difficult to remain in that simple awareness state and just watch the thoughts pass. But as you practice, I promise it really does get easier and it is a very rewarding practice. I This is one of my favorites, as I said before. So it's it's a really great way to practice clearing the mind without shoving your thoughts away. I know a lot of people think of meditation as quieting the mind or emptying the mind. And that's really not what it's about. So it's about giving your thoughts, the awareness and the attention, noticing them, acknowledging them and letting them pass by. Uh, By doing this, I know I've found that my thoughts got quieter. They were not so racy through my mind, all fighting for attention. And it was like giving them awareness, gave them the permission to be silent. So a lot of them quieted down, slowed down, or cleared out. And it was a way to empty my mind. It was a way to clear my mind without actually trying to shove them away, which if you have tried that before, it is a surefire way to make them louder. (laughs) So by giving them awareness, I have found that it actually does help to clear, calm, and quiet the mind. And then Another thing that I've noticed by doing this practice myself is that it's a great check-in to see what's going on in your mind, the state of your mind, because when you're racing around getting things done during the day, you might not realize that some of the more persistent stories that you're telling yourself, you only hear what needs to be done or what is coming up on your schedule or what's on your grocery list or whatever you have going on in your life. But behind that is a lot of this negative self-talk which so many of us have. So many of us have those stories and we have to remember those are there, but so is your body's innate wisdom. That is where our body is talking to us and telling us what it needs and what it wants. When we get so caught up in the day today and we don't listen to that, we don't tap into that. We are hearing the negative self-talk and the body's wisdom on two different channels in the very back of our mind where they are always playing, but not necessarily heard. A lot of times that innate wisdom is very quiet, but the negative self-talk is loud. So even if we're not actively listening to it, we tend to hear on some level the negative self-talk a lot louder than we do this wisdom. And that is where we need to practice because as our bodies, as our minds, as humans evolved through the centuries, we were programmed to be negative. We we're programmed to focus on the negative because it was a survival tool. When we focused on the negative, which was the danger, which was the anything bad that could harm us or hurt us, we were able to stay alive. And this was evolution, you know? But now we still have this but it's not really serving us in the same way because we don't have a lot of the dangers that were present when this evolution happened. So we need to train ourselves to look at the positive, to look at what is good. And again, that's where this practice comes in. So I hope you enjoyed this practice too. Um, If not, let me know. If you did, I would love to hear about it as well. 
Um, but now that you know what's going on in your mind, you have the power to change it. If you don't like what you heard in there, what you noticed, this is your time to change it. And it's not a one and done. Again, practice, practice, practice. I'm going to be saying that so much today (laughs) and all the time, but it really does work. So anytime you notice one of these stories popping up, now that you know what you're listening for, you can notice it more when you are just doing your day-to-day stuff. You'll hear it in the back of your mind and you can notice it, acknowledge it, and then flip the script. Consciously taking that each time you find yourself telling one of those stories that doesn't serve you anymore, you stop yourself, you change it to something positive, and then you continue going on about your day. And over time, this will change the story. So what starts out as negative will become less frequently negative until eventually your positive has replaced it. And again, this is why it is not a one and done thing. Your mind is very good at resisting change, but it can, it does work. It can happen. So if you're constantly telling yourself, I'm fat, reframe it as I'm not where I want to be. And that's okay. These things take time. Or if you're constantly mentally repeating, I hate my blank, fill in the blank. Reframe it as I love my something else. Fill in the blank with something that you love about yourself. You can do this with any story you have that you tell yourself. Whether it's I'm stupid. Nobody likes me. I don't like me. You can change the script to I am lovable. I am worthy. I am whatever thing it is that you need to tell yourself. You need to change that script too. If you aren't sure how to change it to a positive, just replace it with telling yourself something you love about yourself or reminding yourself of something you're grateful for. It's that rewiring of thinking about the negative to thinking about the positive. And that is the most important part of this practice. And the more you're able to catch yourself and change the story, the faster you'll notice this shift. But it is hard at first to catch yourself each time. It takes a lot of effort, but the more you do it, the more you catch yourself, the more you'll notice it and the more you'll be able to change it. What I've found is that many of these stories are connected to your past experiences and that created the negative story in your mind. So by continuing to tell ourselves these stories that many times are just not true, We're living in that past, or at least some part of our minds are. And it's just by releasing those stories and allowing a new, more positive story to come through, you can let go of the past. But I know that is not always really easy, especially if there's a lot of trauma connected to these stories. So, I mean, I obviously am not saying that I am a therapist um, and this is going to cure you of everything. If you need to talk to somebody, do it. Find somebody with the credentials to help you because you never want to work through things like this alone. And support whether you have big trauma, little trauma, a situation where you just happen to create a false narrative for yourself. 
having support, having community is so important as you are going through healing journeys. I think that's the biggest thing I want you to take away from today is lean on the people around you who love you. Because as you are reminding yourself of everything lovable about yourself, having others who enjoy being around you, who enjoy talking to you, who love you, having those people around you will help this work as well. So we've really only talked about the past, but so many of us dwell on the future as well. And that can also keep you from living in this present state. This can look in different ways, whether you're over planning everything, especially, and um, even if you have no control over these things, you're still trying to plan or you're obsessing over how different situations are going to work out or you're planning interactions with other people out in your head ahead of time to feel more prepared, even though you can't know how these things are going to play out. Sometimes you also need to seek help to handle these because they're tied to different anxieties that you have, which a lot of times are connected with past experiences. But if you are doing this practice of using this flipping the script, this exercise to to change the way that your mental patterning is happening, remind yourself that you are only in control of yourself. Others are going to make their own decisions and that doesn't concern you. And why should it? Like you are, you can only worry about your own decisions, your own actions, your own likes and dislikes. And just like you don't like every decision someone else makes or everything that comes out of their mouth, they don't have to like the same about you. You don't even like every person you meet. So it's the same for them. Like you're not everybody's cup of tea. Why should you be? If you were so diluted a person that no one on earth thought bad of you ever, you'd probably be pretty dull, right? But at the same time, flip side, that would annoy some people. So you really just can't win everyone over. Like I said, focus on the people who do like you and the people who enjoy being around you and enjoy spending time with you, the people who love you, because everybody else doesn't matter. Personally, this lesson was harder for me to learn and accept than letting go of the past, but it can be done. I'm living proof of that. So (laughs) do I always feel this way? No, that's why it's a practice once again. But you know, sometimes I do still get caught up in the like, oh, I really want this person to like me or what if they don't. But for the most part, it really does get better and get easier to be like, you know what, like, that kind of felt bad. I don't feel like I clicked with this person. I really was excited. I thought we were going to get along great. But that's okay. And uh, anyway, So getting back to your life as meditation, it really is all in your mindset. I mean, we've talked about meditative mindset as well, and that is really where this stems from is healing your mindset so you can allow yourself to be fully in the present in your body and feeling safe in that and being fully present whether you're talking to a friend, spending time with your loved ones, playing with your kids or throwing the ball for your dog. Uh, Like I want you to be able to be in the moment without worrying about anything else, but what's in front of you in that moment. So like, I want you to be laughing with your whole belly, eyes shining with attention at your friends and family while they tell you a story you've never heard before. 
or your own hands animated as you fill them in on what happened during your day. Like your life can feel so extraordinary just by living fully in it. And that starts in your mind. But that is all I have for you today. And I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Next week, we'll be talking about a couple different types of meditation and how they can be used in different ways, whether it's to connect to the body, to connect to the mind and your mental state, like we did a little bit today, or even into journeying and just all sorts of different practices that you can do within meditation. So you can kind of start playing with those a little bit more on your own time. If you didn't know, I do have a Patreon if you would like to support me. And in the cheapest tier, it's $3 a month, I put out a guided meditation every other week. So if that is something that you want to explore as well, I will see you over there. And I want to give a special shout out to my patron, Misty Rogers. Catch you next week on the Busy Mom's Guide to Meditation.